Hello, people. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, talking today about quantum interactions or spooky actions at a distance. Interestingly enough, quantum interactions, when a particle is sent through the double slit experiment, depending on if it's observed, it either reacts one way or unobserved reacts another way. Well, and it doesn't matter how far apart those reactions are. So you can send a quantum bit down a fi two fiber optic lines. And if you detect it at one end, it's always there. If you detect it at the other end, it's always there. But if you have the detectors at an equal distance, it goes to each of them about half of the time. Well, quantum interactions like that at massive distances led me to thinking, well, look at the galaxy. If we believe that gravity determines orbit, our sun has all these planets around it, and each planet travels in its own speed totally independent of the others. Well, at least mostly independent of the others. But Mercury will make many revolutions around the sun before the Earth makes one circuit around the sun. And the Earth will go many circuits around the sun before Jupiter goes one circuit around the sun. But if you look at the galaxy, the galaxy has these spiral arms well, if strictly gravity was causing the orbits around the galactic center, these each individual um, star would travel in its own distance, own speed. So within a quarter revolution where we are, the entire galaxy would be a mess of individualized stars and no galactic arms. There should not be galactic arms. That just shouldn't happen. But something is causing all these stars in this huge galactic arm to travel at the same rate around the sun or around the center of the galaxy. Well, all those stars at various distances, instead of acting individually, act as one large group. So they must be interacting with each other in some spooky fashion. So when you get back down to spookiness, I'm thinking it's a quantum interaction that I've talked to before on another podcast about this, that the galactic gravity, and I'm calling it let's say, call it dark matter, um, the quantum gravity around our galaxy is like a drop of oil in water. You can spin the oil, and the oil as a unit will spin. And that's how I think our, gra our galaxy is moving. It's spinning as a unit. Because space-time itself is separate for each gal galaxy. 
So our space-time is turning, and the intergalactic space is like the water. It has its own space-time, which is different than our space-time. And our thickness of space-time determines uh, so much about how we interact with other stars. Well, consider, once you find a substance like space-time and you learn to manipulate that space-time once we accept that it's real and it's there and we learn how to manipulate it we may be able to develop tunnels where we can stretch and fold the space-time so that we can create tunnels between one point and another so Let's say we got a long tube started at rotating with the correct electromagnetic fields on it. So from one end of the tube to the other end of the tube internally, there was no space-time. So you could instantaneously travel from one end to the other. And then if you learn to stretch those ends so they became bubbles and longer and longer bubbles, you could then have instantaneously travel between any two points in the universe. Nah, we're stretching that quite a bit. But that is the Mad Scientist Supreme job, is to set out the goals, show you what could be, and then sit back and watch it happen. Yes, our space-time is like oil in water. Our space-time of this galaxy, the Milky Way, is spinning and we can detect that and you could measure that by looking at other galaxies and seeing how one spinning galaxy interacts with the stars near another spinning galaxy or independent stars how far do those stars have to be away before the effect of that galaxy space-time no longer affects them and they are truly independent stars it's going to take a lot of astronomers, a lot of time, a lot of computing power to find that interaction. But yes, we can do it. And then we can calculate the thickness of space-time around the various galaxies and stars. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.